It took us 59 episodes, but we're finally talking about Madonna. We're going way back in her catalog and discussing Lucky Star on the Super Hits podcast. Here we go. Super Hits podcast. And uh, hey, we're talking about Madonna this week. So we're going really deep. And uh, I'm going to take you on a little bit of a Madonna journey as your host this week. I am Alan, but of course, on all the social medias, you can find me Slip with Five Eyes or Slip. Welcome to all the people listening, and you all are stars. You could say that you're lucky stars. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, so way to spoil it. Just kidding. <laughs> yes, we're talking, about, we're talking about Lucky Star by Madonna. Should we just hop right into it? It's all in the title of the episode. Yep. Here we go. All right, so normally we do some background on the artist, but I think we all know who Madonna is, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm not even going to bother. Also, full disclosure, my original plan was to do Like a Prayer. Uh And like, usually I will start off on on numerous secret sources, but the first one is usually the Wiccai. Yes. The Wiccai, if you printed it on that song, would be like 40 pages. So (laughs) I was like, I'm going to do something a little less... uh, a little less daunting, and so I decided yes. to go with Lucky Star. So, Good choice, by yeah, the way. Yes, an early song in the Madonna catalog. So yes, you all know who Madonna is. Uh, she released an album, a self-titled album, which would be called Madonna, but was later retitled Madonna, colon, the first album. <laughs> yes. Uh, released on my fifth birthday in 1983, July 27th. Oh, yes. Off of Sire Records. She was the sole writer for most of the album tracks and chose Reggie Lucas as the primary producer. However, she was unhappy with his production outputs, so she invited John Jellybean Benitez to complete yes. the album. Jellybean. Yes, he, rem- he remixed a number of tracks and produced another single, which we would all know, called Holiday. Oh, yes. <clears throat> so Madonna had an upbeat synthetic disco sound using new technology, at least at the time. This included things like the Lynn drum machine, mm-hmm. a, a Moog bass, though I wish it was an Andy Moog bass, but... That'd be amazing. And an Oberheim OBX synthesizer, which when you hear it, I'm like, oh, that's an Oberheim, right? Like All, all the time. Yeah. Like, you can never slip one by me. Uh, to promote the album, Madonna performed one-off gigs in clubs and on television in the U.S. and the U.K. throughout 1983 and 1984. And ultimately, five singles were released from this LP. Uh, it peaked at number eight on the Billboard 200 and was certified five times platinum by the RIAA for shipments of five million copies across the United States. And back then, you know, decent. Yep. It reached the top 10 of the charts in Australia, France, the Netherlands, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. It sold more than 10 million copies worldwide, which is pretty massive. Craziness. The album received favorable reviews from music critics and was included on the 100 best debut albums of all time by Rolling Stone, both in 2013 and 2022. And I would think, yeah, like no shit. (laughs) Exactly. So Lucky Star was first released in the United Kingdom as a single on September 9th, 1983. And it was the fourth song released commercially off the album. But in the US, Lucky Star was actually the fifth and final single released. Uh, the song was written, of course, by, again, by, by Madonna, and it was for Mark Kamins. I, mean, I hope I'm saying that right. You're probably not. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. If you're listening, okay. Mark, my apologies. <laughs> yes. Uh, he promised to play her track at the Danceteria, a club where he worked as a DJ. 
Yes. However, the track was instead used for Madonna's debut album, which, <laughs> good choice. Play it at a club or get worldwide <laughs> fame. Hmm. I love it. So uh, she believed that Lucky Star, along with Borderline, were the perfect foundation for this album. And again, yes. not wrong. Nope. Uh, problems arose after recording the song, again, as we said, for the album. Madonna was unhappy with the way the final version turned out. According to her, producer Reggie Lucas used too many instruments and did not consider her ideas for the songs. This led to a dispute between the two, and after finishing the album, Lucas left the project without altering the songs to Madonna's specifications. So fortunately, Madonna's boyfriend at the time, John Jellybean Benitez, uh, was capable enough to remix Borderline and Lucky Star along with other recorded tracks. What they say, hey? Yeah. Smart. Yep, brains. I mean, you know what? Good for Madonna. Like you're a you're it's your debut album. Yep. And you're like, fuck it, like I'm doing it this way. Yeah, because who knows? If you don't, then like 15, 16 years later, you're gonna be recording your whole catalog. Yep. So <laughs> control your stuff, folks. So in a later interview, Benitez reflected back on the recording sessions and commented, She was unhappy with the whole damn thing, so I went in and sweetened up a lot of the music for her, adding some guitars to Lucky Star, some voices, some magic. I wanted to do the best job I could for her. Uh, That guitar is magic. Uh, Martin Burgoyne, a friend of Madonna's who lived with her before she was famous, designed the cover sleeve for the U.S. release of the song. You did uh, nail that name, it being Francais. <laughs> Bourdoin. After yes. his death from AIDS at the age of 23, Madonna wrote the 1992 song In This Life as a tribute to him and yeah. many others she knew who died of the disease. Uh, there are quite a few releases of Lucky Star on Discogs. Yes. So the main release has 46 versions, most of which are from 83 and 84. But there are also a handful of CD singles released in the mid-90s and in early 2000s in Europe. Okay. Uh, Some versions of the single clock in at a tight 3 minutes and 33 seconds. Nice. Other versions have this at 3 minutes and 45 seconds. The B-side varies. On some singles, it's a track called Think of Me. While on others, the B-side track is a track called I Know It. Uh, I own the 1983 Canadian release off of Sire Records, which is Lucky Star and I Know It. And which is, what is the length on yours? Oh, uh, I don't have that in front of me. Damn it. (laughs) Let's say 345. Yeah, 345, everyone. Yeah, that's it. Done. In 1986, Sire Records re-released the single. And on the B side, they put like a virgin. So basically, you know, a double A side Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And then they did it again in 1989, where they had Lucky Star on the A side and Borderline on the B side. Nice. And now in this last release, Lucky Star clocks in at 7 minutes and 13 seconds. Come little, on. little long. Too, too much. Yep. A little long. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Jesus. Uh, uh, the song appears in numerous compilations, uh, a couple of notable ones. And Madonna, yes. by the way, um, not really a compilation artist. No, no. You'd, you'd be hard-pressed to find her stuff on Polytel and Ktel and Quality Records Comp. Yes. So, WEA, or Warner Brothers, Solid Gold Mm. Disco. Nice. This was released by Warner Brothers in the Philippines in 1984. None of the tracks on this compilation are disco songs. But but they do have a kick-ass playlist, so that's good. Nice. In 1985, we have MTV's Rock and Roll to Go. Pretty standard compilation album for the 1980s, though I'd say the track list is better than average. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And then a 1985 compilation from EMI Records released in Greece called Megamix 85. I'm suing. <laughs> yep. It, it, retroactively. Uh, in concert, the Setlist FM site has this being performed a lot in the mid-80s during the Virgin Tour and the Who's That Girl Tour. And then it drops completely from concert set lists until it reappears in the 2006 Confessions Tour. All right. Uh, it does not appear on any set lists after that. And I mean, Madonna's got a lot of songs to choose from, so... Of course. Yeah. Uh, the song was featured in the 1988 drama Running on Empty in a scene where Danny, played by River Phoenix, That's right. is in a music class. And in the 1995 drama Safe, starring Julianne Moore and Xander, uh, Xander Berkeley, not Xander, sorry. <laughs> not Xander. The song is referenced in Pulp Fiction when Fabienne tells Butch, I have a bit of a tummy like Madonna when she did Lucky Star. Yes. The song has been used in, on uh, the television show Euphoria in 2019, The Carrie Diaries in 2013, and Everybody Hates Chris in 2006. And, of course, it appeared in the 2001 film Snatch, mm -hmm. in the scene where Bullet Tooth Tony drives down the street with Mullet's head stuck out uh, of his window. Of course, yes. this was a Guy Ritchie movie, and at the time, he was married to Madonna. Yes. Uh, do you have any other general thoughts or comments on the song before we go to lyrics? Let's go to the lyrics. So, I mean, the lyrics are pretty standard stuff. I highlighted my favorite being, You must be my lucky star, because you make the darkness seem so far. And when I'm lost, you'll be my guide. I just turn around and you're by my side. Pretty basic, but it works for me. Nice. I uh, uh, get the lyrics wrong to uh, annoy my wife uh -huh. by saying, you could be my lucky star. You may be my lucky star. You should be my lucky star. She said, no, it's must. I said, nope. And, I, and then I win. So oh, there you go. Your household full of laughs. So many laughs. <laughs> a lucky star is a medium paced dance song that combines the heavy beats of a drum with the sounds of a guitar played in a high riff. The lyrics juxtapose the male body with the heavenly stars in the sky. Yes. The lyrics, of course, are based on the nursery rhyme, Star Light, Star Bright, for Star I See Tonight. Mm -hmm. This is from Song Facts. In the song, a special guy is Madonna's lucky star, <laughs> yes. giving her a warm glow every time they're near. I love it. Uh, now, would you like to know if uh, there are other people who have opinions about these lyrics? You know, I think I would like to know if there's anybody else out there who's got some thoughts on the lyrics. So it's lucky your lucky star. day. Ooh. Because I was on song meetings. Ooh, yes. okay. Yeah, a couple of people had some uh, some things to say. Uh, Iggy okay. said, the lyrics mention the first star of the night, but leave out the wish part. Oh, my God. <laughs> what could it be? Seriously? <laughs> yep. Come on. Uh, then Star Fairy <laughs> said, I believe it's a song about, and then in quotation marks, they wrote, Star Seeds. So, what? So I went to Urban Dictionary. Oh, my God. A definition of starseed from Urban Dictionary. Please. If you feel like you don't belong here, are resistant to authority, and feel like you have a purpose, you may be a starseed. That's all sounds I got. Like, sounds like Mistopheles to me. <laughs> that's an enigma. Yes, that's right. A starseed. Okay. Good to know. So there you go. Uh, do you have any favorite lyrics besides the ones that you mess up to be just... Yeah, to be a rascal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, it's a pretty standard track. Uh, gotta love the um, the talent to write Starlight, Star Bright for Starseed tonight in your lyrics, but 
It's Madonna, so you let it pass. Hey, she made it work, right? Exactly. All right, let's go to what might be my favorite part of this uh, whole thing, the reception. Oh, yes. Do it. So Lucky Star entered the Billboard Hot 100 chart on August 25th, 1984 in the number 49 position, Mm. sandwiched between Are We Ourselves by The Fix and Alibis by Sergio Mendez. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What's that? It would peak at number four during the week of October 20th, 1984, becoming Madonna's first top five single and her second top uh, top 10 single after Borderline. I don't know if you know this, but I uh, actually went ahead and grabbed the top 10. For, you did? Yes, for the week of October 20th, 1984. And I was, was wondering... your secret resources. Yeah, and I was wondering if I could share it. You know what? I'd like to hear that. All right. At number one during this week, you're going to love this. Mm. I Just Called to Say I Love You by Stevie Wonder. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> number two... Caribbean Queen, open parenthesis, No More Love on the Run, close parenthesis, by Billy Ocean. God. Number three, Hard Habit to Break by Chicago. Nice. Number four is Lucky Star. Number five, Let's Go Crazy by Prince and the Revolution. Yes. Number six, Drive by the Cars. Mm -hmm. Number seven, (laughs) Cover Me by Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Number eight on the dark side by John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. What is that? I don't know. My God. At number nine, Purple Rain by Prince and the Revolution. Yes. So there's two Prince tracks in the top ten. At number ten, I'm so excited by the Pointer Sisters. Now, this is obviously supposed to be about Lucky Star by Madonna, but I don't know if you've noticed. I just was listening to, to some of our old episodes. Okay. We seem to make a lot of Prince references. I don't know why. <laughs> it just happens that way. It's, yeah. it's organic. So, yeah, exactly. So aside from being in the top 10 twice here, mm-hmm. also notable during this week, at number 11, Sheila E's The Glamorous Life. Mm-hmm. When Dove's Cry is at number 96. Yes. And Sex Shooter by Apollonia 6 was at number 89. Amazing. So Prince during this week dominating the charts. And this was what week again? Uh, this was the week of, I think, October 20th, 1984. Yes. I can't wait until next week to uh-huh. we talk about a single that peaked on September 22nd of the same year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Not next week, Friday. I apologize. That's right. Get it right. God. Uh, the yeah. single also topped the Dance Club Songs chart along with Holiday. Mm-hmm. Internationally, Lucky Star reached the top 10 in Canada and the top 20 in Ireland and the United Kingdom. Specifically in Canada, it peaked at number 8 during the week of November 17th, 1984. And What is that? It peaked at number 8? <laughs> eight. Yes. yes, good one. Nailed it. Uh, would you like to know the top 10 songs the week of November 17th, 1984 in Canada? I would love to hear that. Number 1, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham! Exclamation point. Yes. Number 2, I Just Called to Say I Love You. Ugh. Number 3, Purple Rain. Number four, Glamorous Life by Sheila E. Nice. Number five, Hard Habit to Break. Uh, number six by John Waite, Missing You. Mm-hmm. And number seven, Jermaine Jackson with Dynamite. Nice. Lucky Star at number nine. Culture Club with The War Song at number... Or sorry, Lucky Star at number, number eight. eight. <laughs> How could I forget that? Number eight. <laughs> uh, the War Song by Culture Club at number nine. And oh. Caribbean Queen by Billy Ocean at number ten. Nice top ten. 
Another interesting note from Song Facts. This is the highest charting hit in the U.S. with the word lucky in the title. Really? It's not the first lucky star to make the chart, though. Rick Nelson's song with that title made it to number 127 in 1964. That is is a serious song fact. And you know, the moment I heard that, I was like, what about that lucky, lucky? (laughs) You're so (laughs) lucky. lucky. (laughs) But you know, that wasn't a hit in the US whatsoever. Yes. So there you go. And also wasn't called lucky, lucky, or so lucky. You're so lucky. (laughs) So uh, do you want to do some covers and samples? Let's do it. So as noted in the lyrics section, the lyrics are a play on the traditional folk song, Starlight, Star Bright. As for uh, people who sampled this one, this one didn't sample anything else. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen covered the intro to Lucky Star in her 2017 track, Cut to the Feeling. Just that the, at the very start, that, that, that you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll be amazed by this one. In 2000, Girl Talk sampled this. No. In a track called Killing a Material Girl. Awesome. There was a single that came out in 1984 called Election 84 by Dickie Goodman, which appears to be a comedy track. I mean, it's clearly Mm -hmm. a comedy track, except it's not funny. Mm -hmm. Goodman is doing simulated interviews with people running for the 1984 U.S. presidential election and Mm -hmm. uses song clips as answers. And guess what uh, is also in that song? What's that? The Yours? Warrior by Scandal featuring Patti Smith. Oh, coming up. <laughs> which we will talk about in three days. Yeah, a lot of the clips don't make any sense, and it's not funny. What it's would horrible. be your opinion of it? So bad. Yeah. It's so bad. Uh, in terms of covers, Rockabye Baby did a cover version of this in mm-hmm. 2011. This song was, again, I should have mentioned this earlier, but it was covered by the Glee cast. <sighs> Come on. Yeah. There's a 2012 cover by an artist called Lottie Mullen, which is a slowed down version of the song. I said, it's okay. Mm -hmm. And in 2015, this was covered by 8-Bit Universe. Of course. One of your favorites. Yes. Uh, Music video time. Let's do it. So the music video was directed by Arthur Pearson and produced by Glenn Goodwin. Wayne Isham. It 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 was directed by Camera Locked Off. Of the tripod. Uh, yes. <laughs> Look at you. Sorry. So saucy. I know. Wayne Isham was in charge of the photography. Warner Brothers gave Pearson a small budget for shooting. Can you believe bucks. it? <laughs> Which took place in Los Angeles in February of 1984. The two dancers that appear with Madonna in the video are Erica Bell and her brother, Christopher Ciccone. Ciccone recalled that Madonna asked us to dance in her Lucky Star video. We shoot at the old Charlie Chaplin studio. I get paid just $200 and don't get any royalties either. Nice. However, at the time, I was happy just to be a part of it. Sure. In the video, Madonna wears a black outfit consisting of a mesh crop top, fingerless lace gloves, skirt over leggings, and stars and crucifixes dangling from her ears. I mean, it's a classic look. Yeah. Although Belle was credited with coming up with the ensemble, biographer Mary Cross noted that Madonna was wearing her day-to-day clothing. Nice. Uh, the big thing with this video, after it was released, Madonna style and mannerisms became a fashion trend among the young, younger generation. Yep. The video introduced Madonna's thrift store look, sporting a lot of big colorful accessories. Fans who became known as Madonna wannabes started dressing like her, and this became an icon of 80s culture. That's a great style. The so. video starts off with a close-up of Madonna's face as she slides her sunglasses down her nose. 
The scene was a reference to the character of Lolita in Stanley Kubrick's 1962 film of the same name and Audrey Hepburn in the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's. The image then fades to white, denoting the celestial star's dazzle and then resumes itself in color. Madonna is shown dancing with her brother and Belle against a plain... Color, in quotation marks. Yeah, dancing against a plain white background along with close-ups of her mesmerized gaze. Black clothes on a white background. Yeah. Colorful. The video ends up with the initial black and white image repeated, but in retrograde as Madonna puts back on the eyeglasses. Yes. So in the book, I Want My MTV, Jeff Ehrhoff said, I made Lucky Star for $14,000, which... <laughs> You could have saved like $13,500, dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah. With a friend who was a pot grower from Bolinas, California. There you go. We'd yeah. released everybody burning up holiday and borderline as singles. And Madonna didn't want to release Lucky Star around the same time. She was getting sued and needed money. I said, let me release Lucky Star and I guarantee you'll sell enough records to pay that off. Nice. Uh, Lucky Star broke the first album wide open. Well, they were burning up. I know where all that money went. <laughs> Yes. Smoking smoke doobies. Jeez. You had to say it. Of course I did. <laughs> Madonna would go on to really realize the importance of music videos and its popularity via MTV. And of course, the music videos got a lot better as Madonna went on. Mm-hmm. My own personal notes, I said, the dancing sequences are good, but not anything overly impressive. I was actually expecting better. Mm-hmm. So many close-ups of Madonna's face and her exposed midriff. Yes. Like... Boomer parents constant. would not have been happy. It was constant. <laughs> yep. Lots of Madonna rolling around on the floor. Um, again, yep. I'm guessing that parents must have hated this video when it came out. Yes. And I said, this isn't an epic video whatsoever, but if you think of this video as a commercial for Madonna, it's perfect. All right. Let's, uh, you want to do some ratings? Let's review it. Yeah. All right. Over to you for the video. I'm making the video a four. Uh, it's so, so dancing in front of a white backdrop. Uh, the outfit is classic. Uh, you know, the fashion, it's got that going for it. Just way too many like close ups of her stomach. It's like weird. It did its job though. So I'm not going to, you know, come down on it. But as an artistic piece, um, it's lacking. And uh, there's just nothing really to make fun of it either. So it's kind of like, she's kind of boring. Four out of 10. I thought, I gave it a six. Uh, largely for the same reasons as you, though I thought a little bit more highly of it, obviously. I just, I, I think it's a fine video. I, again, like, I'm imagining watching MTV in 1984 and seeing this video, and it would have been something, right? Like, it would have yeah. caught, would you know, there's not much to it, but it would have caught your attention. The fashion is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dancing is fine. The song is good. But other than that, yeah, it's it's people dancing in a, with a white background. There's not much to it. So, six. What about the song? I'm going to give the song a six. This is a sassy-ass song. Uh, the guitar licks are solid. Uh, Madonna's voice, as husky as can be. Uh, the bass line's uh, an absolute classic. I think, why would I say it's a minute too long? That's weird. Maybe the video, <laughs> the music video is a minute too long, I All think. Right. Just a little bit too long in terms of that when I was watching the video. So, you know, scratch that. I think it's just, a, it's, it's, a, it's not the best song, but it's a good song. All right. Uh, I'm giving it a seven. Uh, a nice. lot of the same reasons. It's a nice track. <clears throat> Uh, yep. you know, I think, I think as an early Madonna track, it's, uh, kind of a bop. It is a bop. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, the, there's, there's kind of like, you know, I think that if we look back over Madonna's career and the evolution of music over the last 40 years, you'd look at this and go, I mean, it's some pretty basic stuff, right? But mm-hmm. really like did pop songs, a lot of them have 
really meaningful, like thoughtful lyrics. No, right? No, no not at all. You just throw some shit together that rhymes, make it catchy. The music itself is really good. And so uh, I think good. it's an enjoyable one. I'm giving it a seven. Good job, Madonna and Jellybean. Yes, good job. And uh, what have you got? I mean, you've already spoiled it, but tell us again. Yes. What have you got the lined Warrior. up for next time, pal? The Warrior by Scandal featuring Patti Smith. Um, so basically Scandal. So it's not The Warrior um, by Jim Johnson? It's, no, it's not. I will not be talking about The Ultimate Warrior. All right. All right, so we're going to uh, the maybe Warrior. I will. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Uh, a song that I really love, but an interesting music video. That's my preview. Yes. All right. Well, uh, until then, if you want to hit us up with requests, with corrections, with comments, with criticisms, actually, fuck off if you've got criticisms. Yes. Yeah. Hit us up at SuperHitsCast on Twitter, at SuperHitsPodcast on Instagram. Uh, follow our playlist, Super uh, SuperHitsPodcast playlist. Uh, there's one on Spotify. There's one on Apple Music. So go and look them up, and uh, you can send us an email at uh, superhitspodcast at gmail.com. And until next time. Yeah, I got your email. All right. Until next time, I am Alan Slip with five eyes on all the social medias. I'm Jamie C. Megamix.com. Thanks for listening, friends. See ya. (laughs) 